Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome to the Trust Talk Sessions, beloved. I am your host, Joni Advent Maher. And it is my great pleasure to welcome back to the show, Helen Hodgson. Helen was first with us in episode number 83, Transformational Goddess Wisdom. And that was just last fall. I think it was last fall, wasn't it, Helen? It seems like a long time ago last fall, doesn't it? But... <laughs> A lot has happened since then. Yes, I was trying to think, has it, is it longer? But no, it was just last fall. So, so let me just say a little bit more about all you bring and, and, and what you are and a force in the world. So Helen is an author and she is the founder of Transformational Goddess Retreats. And I would say she's on the leading edge of self-care for women and bringing forth the transformational wisdom that comes through the goddess and the various goddesses. And one of the things that I have enjoyed, both in my initial interview and following her on social media, is that she is a, um, not sure what the word I'm looking for, but she is a practitioner of the frame drum, which harkens back. And if you listen to our original episode, you can hear a more in-depth de in version of it. But Helen, tell us, remind us what the frame drum is. And Yeah, it's the oldest archetypal instrument originally played by women. Women mm. were in charge of um, you know, holding ceremony and honoring uh, rites of passage and the moon phases and the frame drum along with singing and dancing was the um, the tool of empowerment and um, it represents so much mm. the tool of empowerment i love that and actually earlier today while i was on a break i was on instagram and you were drumming <laughs> And it was so what I needed. It, oh, it, it was, it just brought me back. <laughs> you know, it was very centering and I just needed a boost. So, yeah, yes. Rhythms have different, you know, different rhythms affect our consciousness in different ways. Um, in the West, we're so used to like the fours and the eights. Mm -hmm. um, but um, in different cultures, they use the odd time rhythms and it affects our consciousness in a different way. So does that mean like the six or? Yeah, the six is, well, the six is, a, is actually a good one for um, 
for trancing because it keeps coming back to itself mm -hmm. i like to play the sixes around the moon phases you know the full moon because what you do is when you sit and listen to the rhythm you you see the circle so you see yes the, you you see what the circle represents it's community it's it's um the sun the moon unity the womb space and um it it doesn't take long before you're in a trance and of course what happens when you're in a trance is you completely surrender you you're in the here and now you're not thinking about your shopping list and your to do mm. um, so talk about trust talk about trust absolutely yes surrendering to the here and now absolutely it i mean for me trust is all about letting go letting go of the outcome surrendering um so that you're in um, a position of receiving mm. if you're not trusting you don't have faith and you're not you're in fear and you're trying yes. to control what's going on the outcome i mean look at what we're experiencing now yes we don't know what's going to happen we don't know when we're going to return to our quote normal lives but of course what we're realizing in this time is a lot of us don't want to go back to that not to that prior life we've come to realize with and a lot of people are calling this the awakening age um a lot of people are calling it the realization age with this sacred pause that we're in where yes we're realizing that we don't have control and all we have to do is trust yes and that it it can be safe to not be in control it can be yes if you trust yeah <laughs> coming back to itself <laughs> for me it's it's all about enveloping the unconditional love of the sacred mm. you know, say more about that yeah, well, when you look at archetypal energy of the goddesses and the feminine mystics, I mean, um, they didn't ask permission. Mary Magdalene didn't ask permission to lead the other apostles. She just did. Mm. She had faith. And she trusted in the divine sacred. Yes. Hildegard von Bingen. She was all about embodying the sacred, the unconditional love, um, embodying the power of nature, the greening, as she called it, and her mandalas and her music. Hmm. It was all about accepting, receiving, hmm. and letting go of fear and control and just embodying it the sacred yes 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 so what i'm getting just right this red hot second is <laughs> is that it is uh there's like this thin veil until we are embodying it there is this veil that uh it's it's like the what's underneath the shell on the egg like if you don't peel that off, it's it's something that keeps us separate where if we're embodying it we are held in it it is holding us we we yes yes yeah. yes divine mother the unconditional love 
I mean, I'm, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm nodding my head. Um, but it's, and it's within. It's yes, like, yes. Which, you know, is the big difference between, you know, the goddess, because it is within. It's, it's within us all. It's not an external. And I don't think it's until we recognize that, that we step into the center, once we can let go and surrender, and truly receive, receive without feeling obliged to give back, you know, mm. way as women, that's so typical of us, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we have to give back immediately, even with a simple thing like a compliment, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's about taking that, being in receivership, and truly owning it. Mm. Any expectation or any outcome. Um, of course, you have to be in action. You have to have done your homework and your foundational work first before you can let go and trust, right? Because I know a lot of people might see that as inactivity and mm -hmm. sitting back and trust. But no, no, no. I mean, you know, just like you gathering, you know, all these women together, um, you have to do your work, your foundational work <laughs> first. And then yeah. when you've truly done all that, then you can sit back and trust in in the universe and in the congruity that you're you're putting out there and then letting go of the exception of the expectation because you've done your work yes yes it really is that combination of i would say the the divine masculine aspect and the feminine aspect working together it's yes in harmony yes mm -hmm. exactly whether it's doing the work in that way or i would also say even just the whole process of discernment and uh being mindful just in life in general of who or what is worthy of our trust be you know be beyond uh ourselves or the sacred it it's it's the, the difference between maturity and a, a blind trust, so to speak. Yes. And of course, some of us have to work hard at, at that, depending on <laughs> our, you know, our beginning years in the universe. Um, yes. Acknowledge that and recognize that we haven't all been in a position of being able to trust. Right. Right. Or those of us that trust overly trusted people who were not, um, who didn't have our best interest in mind or who were more self-serving than being conscientious of, um, of our needs or, or space in their world. So, it, so, that, I'm, so that brings me to, I'm thinking of like the root chakra, you know, which is your foundation, your trust, um, and then your heart chakra, I feel like these two chakras um, are most important in trust. Mm. Can you say more? Yes, I mean, our heart chakra, because it vibrates at such a higher level than any of the other chakras, um, when you're fully in trust, you are fully open. Your heart chakra is shining out, um, but, it's, but you have to have your root chakra firm. Um, and grounded first and even before we started this interview you know, mm -hmm. we, you, know you led led me on a you know a little meditation intention and of course you talk about grounding first right 
That's yeah. what you're talking about. Yes. But moving that energy out to the heart chakra so that you can fully embrace your femininity and be in the flow. Um, of course, all the other chakras are important, but I'm just thinking of these two particularly that for me resonate. And that's when I'm in meditation, um, I'm moving the energy up and then I, I um, put my hands over my heart chakra and i imagine i'm lighting a candle there for it to glow mm. but i mm. keep that flame alive yes my setting intention for the higher good vibrating on a high level um and you know and recognizing that there's going to be fear and there's going to be you know some control issues but i work through those um, until i can fully embody the sacred with unconditional love Mm, I love that. And I'm, I'm also aware, so as you know, when I close, I talk about the Hafiz quote, or I share that, which says to trust what your heart knows. So I, I love that you brought the heart in because I believe it, it also has the capacity to know in a way, but before other aspects of us, what it is we need or what direction is right for us to go in next that 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 is an important resource that we always have yes and that's the femininity um that's a feminine nature as well being in the flow is trusting that uh, intuition because um you know we we've been um we've got into trouble for doing that in the past you know over the ages and you know they would call us a crazy woman <laughs> the because we trusted our intuition we used the healing power of, of plants um, because it wasn't um, you know it wasn't cerebral it was it was heart-centered right and there's a fair amount of that that's still in the culture today meaning the judgment about things that are not cerebral or uh, quote rational woo -woo. <laughs> woo -woo. yes I right and I, have, it, I mean when you step into um, the circle and you're really claiming your you know divine purpose in the world and you know doing the work that you know both you and i do and i know i've had to leave uh i used to be an rn and then it was very clinical wasn't yes it? so i've had to uh, work through some fear myself absolutely yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. I, I think we're still carrying the vestiges, whether it's through our DNA or uh, past life memory, if, if that's something you believe in, or, or just the collective consciousness of, of the old ways that women really were not safe uh, to practice living from what they know and in these days we have much greater safety but we do have to face into that fear and release it at times we do i have a lovely poem i'd love to read if we have time. please yes it's called a sacred pause mm. we've all been brought together joined in a sacred pause now may the world come together in one singular cause. 
Mm. Our purpose is to love and we've gotten way off track. Yet as long as we have life, we can still find our way back. We've had our fill of conflict and consuming with all our might. We can do so much better by braving what is right. Let's pause to find the courage to live a more conscious way to ask how might I serve and how will I love more today? Mm. Let's raise up one another and support all those in need. We can lift human suffering and lessen fear and greed. Let's pause to reset policies and focus on the heart, bringing more compassion and healing for a start. In this pause, let's awaken and live from the depths of the soul, listening to sacred wisdom to act for the good of all. Mm. I think that's just right. Do you know who wrote that? Yes, her name's Diane Lumas, L-O-O-M-A-S. Mm. Yes, um, so beautiful for this, for this time. Yes, and for I would say, time. yes, for any time, and, and a just right note to to begin to bring this to close for today. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be in conversation with you. And I always appreciate the perspective and the wisdom that you bring. Thank you. Yes. And please tell our listeners if they would like to learn more about your offerings and what you have going on these days, how, how they can do that. Sure. My website is transformationalgoddessretreats.com. I do lead retreats for women in, in the Southern California area. And I'm doing, taking the retreats online for now <laughs> because of our um, current um, social distancing and I have something coming up in a couple of weeks and it won't be the last one I'm sure I'll be doing more online um, retreats before we can all get together in, in person wonderful and I want to thank you dear listener for being with us today and as always the reminder to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.